The Cardiff City Show on GTFM is sponsored by Moonerums, your local personal injury solicitors. Get in touch by calling Cardiff 02920 483 615. That's Cardiff 02920 483 615. Welcome along once again to the uh, Cardiff City phone-in and another good panel lined up tonight as we look back uh, at the Wales game and look forward to the Swansea game, which is coming up uh, next weekend. Uh, Joined tonight by uh, Dave Jones. Welcome back, Dave. Nice to see you again. Thank you, Steve. Steve, uh, welcome back to you and well done for wearing that uh, fantastic shirt once again. Thank you very much, Steve. Good to be here again. And hello again, Al. Welcome back. Who was at the Wales match? Have you at the Wales match? Yeah. The stadium was just electric, wasn't it? Yeah, it incredible, in, in, incredible night. Absolutely superb. I mean, I've been reading quite a lot of articles this week. You know, the the, the football rugby debate going on, and I think oh, yeah. really kind of that's put it to bed a little bit. Um, yes, yes, interesting. But someone said, you know, the highlight of the Welsh rugby season was that guy running on the pitch invader. So that, that's what went viral for them. And what went viral for us was Davidu and crying, singing Emerald Heed. And obviously Bale's goals and so on. And it's just fantastic, isn't it? I, I don't think there's any question. No, that's that's our national sport. They don't watch club rugby, do they? No, don't seem to. No. They only no. come out times a season. When the Cardiff Blues shared our stadium, they only opened one stand, didn't they? They certainly didn't open the, uh, the, the uh, family stand. No. I think a lot of credit's got to go to the FAW and the people they've got working there. Um, I didn't realise they got, they got um, two ladies working on the digital marketing side of it. And you know, they do the big huddle at the end and so on. They've got everyone in the tracksuits and they've got that backroom staff in with them. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's just, they involve them all. It doesn't matter whether you're Gareth Bale or whether you're the tea lady, you know? Seems to me like there's no prima donnas there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you're Gareth Bale or if you you, you, you know, you you're Reuben Colwell. It seems to me like you're all sort of treated the same. It's, it's fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. At least it turns up, Bill. I like gigs. <laughs> well, actually, Dave, that leads me into a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a debate, which we'll talk about a little bit, maybe. Um, Gareth Bale, there's got to be a strong argument. I'll come to you, Dave, on this. Um, there's got to be a strong argument that Gareth Bale is right up there as being one of the greatest players ever to play for Wales, if not the greatest. Oh, the greatest, so, I think, definitely. Would would you would you would you would you go with Bale for that? Definitely, John Charles, yes, but Gareth Bale, all day long, always turned up for Wales, always put in hundred percent, and he's basically carried well, you know, just on his own, but he's more or less carried that team for a long time, and some of the goals he scored for Wales have been phenomenal. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the second goal I thought was just unbelievable. It was just a it wonderful is, strike, wasn't it? Yeah. The way he composed himself and the balance and the way he hit it, superb. And, and of course, Steve, he's a Cardiff boy, you know, so that's, you know, the talent is, the talent kind of runs through his veins, really, doesn't it, you know? Absolutely. I mean, his, his uncle playing for us in the... Uh, in, was it, sorry, Slightly know, different player, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, runs in the family. Um, yeah, we wonderful if he if he were to come back. Obviously, is this going to be an urban myth in the future? Will will he come back? But uh, first of all, if we, we qualify for the World Cup, we'll see what comes of that. Where, where does he Where does he sit in your kind of list of all time great Welsh players? I would say he's he's right at the top simply simply because he 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 brings all the other players with him. Obviously, there's there's a lot of players who don't play at the, at the top level in in the in the Wales squad, and he brings them. He, I think he brings them up to his level. He he they, they rise up because they're playing alongside somebody of such quality. So yeah, I'd, I'd put it I'd put him right right at the top. It's difficult for me to think off off the top of my head who you would think. Obviously, you had players like Rush, Mark Hughes, 
um, Dean Saunders all in the same generation. But I don't think they, they with all due respect to them, they, they come to the same level as Gareth Bale. I mean, the, the one to throw in there, going back to what Dave alluded to just now, uh, Al, you know, uh, Ryan Giggs in terms of his football ability and the level that he operated at. But as, as Dave said, you know, he, he seemed to fail to turn up quite a lot, didn't he? Yeah, and that, you know, it's not passing on any sort of set an example to the youngsters, is it? You know what I mean? They think, well, Ryan Giggs doesn't bother turning up for a friendly. Why should I? And it wasn't just him not turning up for friendlies then. You know, it was players, if you like, and as Steve's just alluded to, you know, lower down the, 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 the ladder, if you like. Division two players, and I can't be bothered if Ryan Giggs isn't turning up. It's an interesting thing Steve said about bringing the players with him. The you know, you look at the contrasting um performances. Joe Allen was down at the city with Stoke the other night, he was anonymous, and all of a sudden he's there playing for Wales. It's like a different player, and that's just one of them, you know. Um, and we used to see Kiefer Moore the same, you know, he used to pull it out for Wales, didn't he? Um, yeah, for me, I mean, uh, yeah, without a shadow of doubt, the greatest player I've Welsh player I've ever seen. Um, the, the next question I was going to come on to really is if if the city won thirty two thousand season ticket holders next year and they want to sell thirty two thousand replica shirts next year, yeah. well there he is. Um, yeah. What do you actually honestly think, Al? You know, I mean, I I, I hear that um, I hear that Gareth Bale's on like well over half a million a week, you know, at Real Madrid, but he, but he has significant business interests, particularly in and around Cardiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has literally, a home, yeah. just, I mean, he home just down the road. Yeah, literally five to ten miles from from where I am. He's yeah. made loads of money. He's well yeah. invested. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do you think there's any possibility at yeah. all he might want to end up yeah. his career at his local club? Someone wants to be. You know, someone wants to be sort of reckon, if you like going to them saying, "Look, you want to see your kids growing up and all this sort of stuff." Do you know what I mean? Come home. I mean, how much money does? <laughs> And like you said, you can just live off the interest. He doesn't need it, does he? He doesn't need the money. And if we're talking, I can't imagine, you know, previously, the only people who could, if you, if you like, could um, match his wages when he was at Real Madrid, he had to go to China, didn't he? So if we're only talking, there's no British, if he's coming home, to, if you say home, if, you, if he's coming back to the English leagues, there's no mm. one who can afford his wages. And at the top end of the Premier League, notwithstanding he's doing this for Wales, could he do that the whole time? It might is represented or might he be thinking, well, it'd be like a pre-season for him almost, if you like, come to City in August. He's got the World Cup in Qatar in November. You know, just get match, just get match fit and come and play for us. It could it's be easy. It's Sorry, easy, isn't it? It could be a bit of a pipe dream, but it seems to me that there, there, there is a bit of a history there. I mean, who'd have thought that Craig Bellamy would have come to us? I mean, obviously, he's made similar noises to Gareth Bale in the fact that he wanted to finish his career there. Even thinking back even further, I remember when Dave Bennett had played for Manchester City in the Cup final in 1981. You thought, Dave Bennett signed a card if Dave yeah. Bennett can't be signed a card because his brother was already here. And if you look at the circumstances you've alluded to there about Gareth Bale, he's got his business interests, he's got his family here. Perhaps I'm just wishfully thinking, but hope <laughs> there, is, there is a chance, I would hope, that that, that, that might come off. Yeah. What do you reckon, Dave? It's a, it's a lovely thought. Um, he's got enough money to last him 10 lifetimes. Hmm. Give him 75 grand a week. I think you'd recoup a lot of that in season ticket sales and merch. It's it's a great, I still think one of the Premier League clubs will probably offer him 150 grand a week, though. That's yeah. at, the mo- at the moment. <clears throat> but you never know. You know, like Steve said, Bellamy came here and that was that was remarkable at the time. Who's to say, you know, he did, you know. It's a lovely thought for Cardiff fans, that, but, you know, like you said, he didn't start his career at Cardiff. He was in Southampton. Um, but, yeah, you know, 
it's whether he wants to come and play for his own club. That's yeah. about it. We've had a comment coming here. Ian Curtis has just said, you know, we've got zero money and we're talking about bail. But where I think where we're coming from is if the club can sort out a package whereby sponsors come in, for example, in the same I way think, that um, the, the Derby, you know, Derby's a bad example with Rooney, I suppose, isn't it? But, you know, whereby if you could get enough sponsors behind to fund his wages... You know, you go back to the old days of, of Jerry Francis when he signed for us and Merthyr Motor Auctions paid 10 grand a week for him to come to us. Yeah, but, but, you know, the, the, there's history there um, and he's not the only one, you know. So we're not saying that, I don't think any of us are saying that the club can afford bail. What we're saying is bring bail to the club and hopefully, you know. I think there will be a coaching role as well involved. Um, he come as a player coach and then obviously if he wanted to stay with us, you know, there'd be a job for him after he finished. I think that would be probably the road we'd have to go down to get him. Yeah, I, I, you know, what I just say is, it's just me being uh, like, you know, a, a daydreamer. But it just strikes me as Gareth Bale. I haven't personally met him, but he comes across as such a, a kind of really kind of warm-hearted uh, guy. You know, the, the other players think the world of him. It just seems to me he might just be the one who might kind of rise above and, you know, really, you know, the money's on now. It's like crazy, you know, so he's absolutely set up for life, isn't he? It just maybe, it maybe in his heart, you know, he might just want to, may just want to do it. You know, I think it's a chance for himself. He went to Tottenham on loan. He didn't really do much at Tottenham, did he, when he went there back last season? So maybe, I don't know, you know, he's out, he's, he's not, he hasn't had much in game time. But then again, the other night, look what he did without kicking a ball at Real Madrid, so... Yeah, and of course, yeah. there were three, ex, you know, three City players sitting on the bench, and, you know, it, it's Cardiff. He knows the stadium really well, so there's that as well. But, yeah, it'd be brilliant for the youngsters if we had someone like Gareth Bale yeah. bringing them through and teaching them. It, it, it is a dream, yeah. Sorry, Al, were you coming in there? No, I just I repeat more said, really. I, I I just think you know short term contract. He needs to get. He needs to get. I hate the word game time, but he, you know he needs to play before Qatar, doesn't he? If we get to Qatar, we're talking like we're already there. But yeah. um, I suppose in some ways that could you know if we didn't <clears> if we haven't got a World Cup to go for, perhaps it, it doesn't really matter as much then, does it? No. But if we do have a World Cup, he's got to have to play for someone, um, and you know it's not going to be Real Madrid. So I think with. Unless, you know, I suppose Newcastle's owners came in and offered him what he's on now, because they're the only yeah. people it. Um, but then would he want that? Would he want that? As you don't a... want to go all the way to Newcastle when you could play just down the road, do you? No, you know? no. That's what Al said as well. If he's, if he's after game time, he goes to a Premier League team, is he going to get the game time he'd get for us? No. no. Yeah. Okay, I... Wishful thinking. I, I want it to happen. Yeah, we. I think we. Well, I. I certainly wanted to happen. I'm sure. We. I'm sure it'd be, it'd be a fairy tale, wouldn't it, if it came off? Talking about um, Cardiff, of course, we also had Ramsey. You know, he's, he's a very, very good uh, Wales player and a great, great player for us in, in his time, even though he was young when he moved on. And of course, Chrissy Gunter with the number of caps he's got for Wales. There's plenty of. There's plenty of Cardiff. Uh, you know, um, links. To, to to the to the Wales squad at the moment, and I think you know I think we we, we had more more players in the squad than Swansea by 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 some right. number you know so they can all go oh, yeah but so and so used to play for us well uh, you know he's a Cardiff boy and he used to play for us it works both ways doesn't it? No. But, I think what's common among this lot as well um you know I, I don't pretend to, to to know any footballers but I've, I've, I've met quite a few of the, of the ones you've named and they just come across as just nice blokes do you know what I mean just yeah. Not not your typical Premier League sort of people that we, if you like, to come to expect. 
you know they're always there to sign the autograph if you like you know to sign the shirt to do whatever yeah uh, and then that's credit to you know your likes of i suppose coleman um and and, and obviously speed before him um, yeah. i think they've just been coached and, and man managed and and brought up if that makes sense very very well um, well chris gunter the, the the first i think the first week after you went to spurs all those years ago i think we had an fa cup game and i went i went to the match because i was going to be covering it um and uh who, who wanders into the press press box? And there is Chris Gunther, you know, come to watch Cardiff City because he, he grew up as a City fan, you know. So it, 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 that's that's kind of nice. Just to move it on to um to Mr. Page, right? And um, we are you know we've got a big match to look forward to. We're going to get there. I mean, we've got plenty of time to talk about Swansea. Don't, don't worry, we, we will get there. Um, but to talk about um uh, Rob Page, Steve, um I wasn't that convinced by him uh, early on, but I suppose you know an ex City player, of course. Um, the, you know, he's done very well, hasn't he? Really? Yes, I have to say, I wasn't in favour of Ryan Giggs either. Um, but I was, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised about what he did. But then, even even more surprised about Robert Page. Yes, yes, he's next Cardiff player. But what had he done in the managerial line? Well, not 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 really anything. And yet, he's come in, and he's and he's. I think he has, he has taken it on very well. So yes, I'm 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 hundred percent behind him, and very very pleased to be proved wrong about him. And of course, the other thing that we 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 should talk about a bit. Maybe I'll come to you first, Al, on this one. Is um, you know. You know, uh, Ukraine and uh, Scotland. You know, will that game even ever go ahead? And is is there any argument? The argument's already been put by somebody in the in the. Should we call it the English press? You know, about well, you know, shouldn't Wales, shouldn't Wales and Scotland step aside and let let Ukraine go? But even could Ukraine even play there? Is is it an ethical quandary that at all? No. Sorry, no, no, no. It's you know, it, look, it, you know, I, I'm not here to talk about that. I suppose in some ways, but it's a horrific situation. But in some ways, I, I think you can't call. I just see how we call any. It could be Wales, Scotland, it could be any nation. You know, when how could you go to anyone and say pull, pull out just because you, you happen to be possibly drawn Ukraine? Um, no, um, I, I just. I'm not just saying that because I'm Welsh. I'm just, I just don't see the logic in it. Don't follow the logic in it. Just to add to what you've said there, Al, your heart goes out to everybody involved in, in, in the whole situation there. But at the, at, the end, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, want, I want Wales to qualify. And it's difficult to say when you look back to the, um, was it the uh, 92 championships when um, they were the, Yugoslavia had to pull out um, because of that? Nobody was saying Yugoslavia should, should be allowed to stay in. Um, in fact, they, they they didn't go in, and Denmark came in and won the tournament. Of course, that's that's another story. But but yeah, I, I agree with you, agree with you entirely. It, it, you, you, it's it's a meritocracy football. It's one of the best best things about it. So you get there because you because you, you are you get go through the competition to get there. It may may seem harsh, and the same my heart goes out to them all. But that that, that that's that's my view. And without being too sort of um, uh, nationalistic about it, Dave, I suppose it's kind of cute that you know. An, an English um, uh, member of the press is suggesting that Wales and Scotland step aside when England are already there, isn't it? Well, I think that's a you know, that's a little bit of devilment on the on behalf of the the English media. But uh, no, where do you draw the lines? You just hand Ukraine the World Cup. You know, if you're going to hand them a free pass to get into the World Cup finals, you might just hand the World Cup to them. For sympathy reasons as well, so no, no, you can't do that. No. They wouldn't want that either. They want to qualify from their own, you know, from from beating Scotland and beating Wales. Yeah, and I there mean, could be a chance of Scotland playing Ukraine in June. You don't know how this war is going to. Play I mean, out. 
there's, there's an alternative to it. If, if we're going down that route, the alternative is for the 2026 World Cup, just give them a bite into the World Cup finals and just say, look, obviously your preparation has been disrupted. So I'll tell you what, Ukraine, you've got an automatic place. That, that'd be, that's the perfect scenario. It's fair, it's, it's fair, isn't it? It's fair. I don't, I don't know what is interesting. Oh, the same sort of lines really about the Wales, Wales, Scotland, England, and so on. I think it was Henry Winter, one of the, the sports journalists, was, was saying um, over the weekend or after the Wales game, you know, if ever there was a reason never to have a, a, a Team GB, he said, you want to be in the Cardiff City Stadium on Thursday night. You can never tell a Welshman that he shouldn't have his own nation playing football. And that, and that was there to be seen, wasn't it? Um, so hopefully that idea now has been put to bed as well. I know, you know, previously we had a Team BG to win the Olympics and so on. Um, hopefully that was something that never rears its ugly head again. Um, but now we're going down a different route that Steve wants to take us down. Now. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> well, that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the the, the you know the, the 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 thing is, of course, you know how will that how will that game Ukraine and Scotland ever take place? You know, at the moment, I can't even envisage any chance of it taking place. And you know, maybe you know Wales may never get to play that game. I, I don't know. You know, we, we none of it's totally totally unpredictable, isn't it? But, but also just sound that, that that you have to think <clears> when <throat> when if ever are the Ukraine players now are going to be in the right frame of mind to play? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a terrible situation, but uh, you know, it's 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 uh, it, it it knocks everything for, for six, doesn't it? But I just yeah, was the least important one. thing in a way, isn't it? I think this, Steve, is just going to segue very nicely into the next conversation we're going to have. Obviously, I've got the Facebook feed coming in front of me. Did, did you um, guess? And, and Sir Peter Kitchen is watching us at the moment. Hey, so Peter on that basis, possibly we could now lead to the main event um, of the sporting calendar this past fortnight. I know it was very nice for Wales to qualify, um, but as we were saying in the pub before the game, I don't know if we were telling cheek or not, what would you give, what, what would you prefer more, uh, Wales to win? On Thursday, or City to beat Swansea on Saturday. Um, City to win every time. Sorry, yeah, well, my hands well. <laughs> <laughs> Al, seeing as Peter's on, on, on uh, listening in at, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you, if you want, it'd be great if you wanted. If you wanted to put a comment in the chat, but maybe can you can you give us your recollection of uh, Peter Kitchen's uh, goal yeah. for us? Yeah. Okay. Well, he scored. Um, I once thought that he was the only player to have scored. Um, in the home and away derbies in a season. Um, but a Facebook correspondent, Peter Scully from Tasswell, is a little bit older than me, um, he put me right because I made this comment. He said, oh, in the 50s, I can't remember who he says, with great respect, there was another player who'd done it. Um, obviously, Peter Kitchen had scored in the 3 all draw, which obviously everyone remembers what John Buchanan got. Yeah, didn't it? That yeah. goal got yeah. back in the... Yeah. So, he, so he scored there. So the goal down at the Vetchfield... Um, Peter Kitchen, we played in Red Sox that day. For We didn't have Red Sox as any part yeah, of it. Be as descriptive as you like, Al. Give us the full word. Is that me. okay? Do you mind? Yeah. I'm well, down to socks. Well, well, had a red shirt on as well. Yeah. So, the story went at the time, the City turned up in their white socks, all right? And the Jacks were playing in white socks. So, the City physio had to go out and buy a set of 12, as it was then, red socks. Now, I don't know if this is an urban myth. I've, I've got no idea, all right? But... City ran out, so it was April 1981, in red socks. Right? We'd never had a red kit at that stage. So we'd all sort I was a, I was a kid, but what, what is City doing? Anyway, so we, we come on, and uh, Pete Kitchen's goal, I'll talk you through it as best I can, okay? He's gone down the left-hand side. He's skillfully stopped, back-heeled it, 
to John Lewis. John Lewis, Astrid Menech, or Hengoid up that way, the man of the shimmy. Peter Kitchen has then ran into the penalty area. Okay. John Lewis puts the ball across. Peter Kitchen, diving header. Okay. These are the hands, diving header. Okay. And he's just, the ball's gone in. We've absolutely erupted. And he's run across up onto, he's gone right against uh, the fence there. Okay. Arms, arms aloft. There's no footage of this goal uh, anywhere at all, but there's plenty of photos. And the photos always capture uh, Peter Kitchen sort of in midair. Okay. Wales Online have got it. Um, it's only it's only in black and white. Uh, and Gareth Thomas, who normally listens to us on this show, he got it colorized down wow. to down to the red socks. So that's detailed, <laughs> that's detailed for you. So as a result, Peter Kitchen, I don't, I've read his autobiography. I didn't realize, I don't think, how much he was held in esteem by City fans until he joined Facebook. And then he's become a bit of a cult hero amongst us all. Yeah. Um, so if you see anyone now, City Hero, he's only first couple of seasons. Who's a, Peter Kitchen? He, he gets talked about more now than Robin Friday. He scored so, five against Cardiff Corries in the Welsh Cup game as well. There we go. Five, five goals. Five so sorry, Steve. I just take I just taken over right? but that's my. No, that's great. That's great. I love that. That's yeah. my recollection of Peter Kitchen. Um, I've been lucky enough to 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 speak to him a couple of times. Mm. Um, yeah, he's. Brilliant. What, what a guy. Do you, yeah. do you want to come back in there, Dave? Any, any of the recollections of uh, Peter Kitchen? Well, Peter Kitchen, I remember him at Leighton Orient. Um, and yeah, great. But he was always a big, big scorer in the lower leagues. You know, he was, he was there 20, 30 goals every season. You know, Doncaster, Leighton Orient. And when we, when we, you know, when we, when we signed him, yeah, it was, it was a brilliant sign. It was like when we had Bob Hatton, he was a great player. Luton, Birmingham. And then when he came to us, you know, they were they were big big names in 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 the lower leagues, you know, um, Alan Warboys, you know, Bannister for Bristol Rovers, those type of players, you know, big proper centre forwards. Yeah, uh, he scored some. I tell you, Steve, do you remember you you, you remember Peter Kitchen, no, no doubt. I do. Yes, I remember. I, <clears throat> advised previously that uh, one of the first away games I went to unaccompanied when I was still at school was Luton away in 1982 and he gave us the league lead it was snowing that day and uh, I didn't fancy going the open away end and a steward offered me a ticket so I was in the main stand and of course not thinking we go one nil up thanks to Peter Kitchen I leapt up um, and uh, th- thankfully got away with it. not something I, I do now not something I encourage anyone to do at Cardiff City Stadium but I did I did that day uh, I also like to thank Peter if he's, if he's listening now for signing my programme at Chelsea in 1981 as well thank you very much Pete um, Peter, I, I, it's Peter. St- I hope he's still still listening and hearing this. Um, if you wanted, if you wanted to respond in the chat, Peter, that'd be lovely. I don't know whether anyone else is responding uh, at the moment. Al, it's been, yeah, it's been a couple. Jonathan Wilkins, um, a couple of people have said if it was <clears throat> Wales or City, and this was this was pretty common actually afterwards. But a lot of people say no City every time, and I think to be honest with you, I think most City fans, I think we do think like that. Um, everyone I spoke to at least. So he said, Cardiff City to win every time. I was at the Vetch when Peter uh, Kitchen equalised and the late Ron Healy saved a penalty from Leighton, Leighton James. Um, and he's, he's gone on to say it was Richie Morgan who signed Peter Kitchen August 1980 for £100,000. There's actually, I can see here, um, Michael Arms and Morgan Arms are, are watching. Well, Mike's brother, Kerry Arms from Ton Revel, his Twitter profile pic is Peter Kitchen with him as the mascot when he was about eight or nine. Oh, you, you know them as well, Stephen, of course. Yeah, I do, yeah. Um, and it's absolutely fantastic, you know. Um, am I allowed to say Peter Kitchen looks like, just like a cool sort of, I was going to say, no, I can't say that. I'll, right. Uh, uh, American actor of a certain sort. 
Is that right? Oh, I think you should just leave that Ron one there Jeremy. for everyone to guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just remember him scoring some great goals. And and we not Chelsea, didn't we not Chelsea at the League Cup that season as well? And yeah. Pete, Pete yeah. scored it yeah. uh, Right. He just what, in that case. Yeah. yeah, he actually said he's, he's again. Look, look, Steve. He, he contributes a lot on the Facebook page, um, and he said he he's found old footage that he's kindly shared with us all of when we lost to Luton and got relegated. Um, he was brought on as a sub. He was brought on as a, yeah, that's the one. And he's brought on as a sub. And um, to be fair to Peter Kitchen, okay, he's not scared to to no, put not, forward not and all. say what he thinks. No. And he said, well. Had I not been a seven, had I started in that game, he said, I think we'd have won. Yeah. yeah. That was the year the Jacks went up as well, wasn't it? 81. Yeah. And Luton, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, the, sorry, 82 we got relegated. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. The Jacks went up. They, yeah, Jack they, were, they went up Preston, didn't they? They went up Preston and, that, and we drew it home, ironically, to, to the Warriors. Derby, wasn't it? Was it Derby nil nil when they went up? Oh, I don't know. No, Preston <laughs> away 3 1. Another memory of Pete, if he if he's if you're listening, is uh, remember going to Leicester away at uh, Filbert Street, quite an intimidating kind of ground in nineteen. I think it was in the eighty one eighty two season. We lost three one. Pete well, needs to play just before half time, and their goals were scored by uh, Lethal Linex two and Gary Lineker. Lineker, yeah. <laughs> we lost to him in the cup the year before three 0 Yeah, yeah, Leicester, yeah. yeah. Wow, there's some great stuff coming out here now, and it's all it's all going it's all going on. I, I, I hope Peter's hearing this. You you read the book, Al? Did you as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so, uh, it's, it's, it's ironic <laughs> I I wanted to like write a second one because the one that he wrote it was a, wasn't much about his time in South Wales. No, and he was a little bit disparaging, kind well, of. Well, he he was he was, but not not. And shall but, I just say, just to answer you, John, I'm yeah. sure you said the same thing, Al, but not at all towards the fan base, no, not at all but, towards the area, but to the way he was treated by the powers of be at the club. Yeah, and we know so many like that, don't we, over the years? But and um, he should write a sequel because I think he'd be amazed. You know, should we pick the kitchen after seventy? Um, and the way he's been, the way you know, the, the love that he's found amongst all. Against you know, amongst all our lot, it's been fantastic. Um, but it just goes to show that Gary Stevens is on there as well on the Facebook page, you know. And we've all been talking about we've been in touch with them and said, Yo, would you want to come down to the city? And they're like, Yeah, definitely. Peter Kitchen said to me, I'll meet you at an away game, but really, should it be down to the fans to be making these arrangements, or should the club be, do you know what I mean, getting yeah. pulling their fingers? My grandfather played for the club, and when he passed away, my father got all of the this is the old Cardiff City. Wanted to spread my grandfather's ashes on on the pitch and very lukewarm response. So the club was badly run for a long, long time. And they mock Tan, but you know, it's a different level now compared to what it used to be like there, man. Before we head on to the more stuff about Swansea, Dave, do you, do you get the impression we talked about this on the show last week that um, the club is improving? Uh, it's. Um, uh, way of communicating with the fan base a bit recently. There, be, there have been some improvements. Would you say? I think so. I think uh, I think the the old demeanour of the club is a lot better now. Um, we got the right man in charge. I think, mm. as I said previously on the show, that um, he's bringing the kids through, which is great. It gives everyone an opportunity down there the, the style of football is improving it'd be lovely to keep the, some of the loanies for another yeah. season or if we sign them but 
you know, it's it, it, it's it's it, well, yeah, it's uh, the feel good factor is back definitely. So um, there's some good comments coming in. Jonathan Wilkins, I think, is coming in with some good, yeah, he's, uh, he's, good um, stats, actually. Give me a second. Sorry, I want to scream out. Yeah, Jonathan, he's come up with a few more. And um, we drew with West Ham 0-0, 1981. Preston, Bristol City, Bristol Rovers got relegated. We finished fourth from bottom. Um, yeah. Sam, Swansea and Notts County were promoted in 1981. I remember, because Swansea went up there and won 3-1 at Preston, which basically put Preston down. Um a bit of sweet for us. They, they stopped Blackbird going up. They won 1 0 at Bristol Rovers. Okay. It was either Swansea okay. or Blackbird to go up, and they both had to win. And Swansea won 3 1 at Preston. I think it was, we played Derby at home that day. It was 0 0 draw the same day the Jacks yeah. went up. That was the worst day of my life. Yeah. Well, I I got, I, I've said a few times at the time. At the time. Well, all one, all one oh, side of my mother's, my late mother's family were all Jacks. And um, you know, for, for a few years around with then, especially when you're a kid, I just had it relentlessly. You know, was that well, the yeah, Toshak era, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I lived in Leeds at the time. It was horrendous, <laughs> absolutely horrendous. We were relegated to Division Three, and they'd finished sixth in Division One. You know, mm-hmm. it, it couldn't get any worse. They were a quality team. You know, we can't. You know, we hold our hands up. They had a great setup down there. You got all, yeah. all <laughs> Liverpool players down there, and they were they were all. Up for it, and they were all they, you know, they were they were riding on the crest of a wave, you know, and uh, we were getting tumped four 0 home by Newcastle, and no, it was, uh, you know, it was a, it was really tough time. Then we in a car. Dave, just to ask you, what what's your recollections on on you know the fact that you know Tosh Agnelli became our manager, or was it was mooted that he could have become a manager, and then you went well, down, and the rest is history, you know. I think it was typical of Cardiff City at that time. We we showed him the door. We said no, and he went down the road and did that. And that 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 hurts as much as anything, really. That we, you know, ex player who was one of our best ever players, yeah. And he said no, we don't want you. And he went down and did it down at Swansea, which was double double hurt. You know, yeah. that was came back to the old bunts again, didn't it? Yeah. You know, it, we got to be honest. Yeah, and what you've got to remember is it wasn't that long, I suppose, in relative terms, of how long since he'd actually been a Cardiff City player. If you, if you think about it, you know. Well, he left in 71, didn't he? And there you go. He was back at Swansea in 77. So there we go. Do you know what I mean? It's incredible, isn't it? It's not like it was an historic sort of thing. Um, no, six years he was at Liverpool and he went to Swansea. You know, we, we wanted to come back and manage Cardiff. He said it publicly, you know, and... There's a film out about him now, isn't there? Yeah, 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 Pete's doing it. You know, so that, I remember yeah, reading it. It was an awful time being a Cardiff fan. There was five or six years between 78 and 83, 84. It was only when they got relegated. It, you know, it was uh, the year we went back up and then we played them. They, they'd gone by then. They were financially in ruins. You know, they'd done their, they'd done their nuts by people like paying Ray Kennedy lots of money. You know, and 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 they their business model was well back to well, the same. What we go- were the golden days returned for us. Absolutely, yeah. Steve, <laughs> Steve, you were, yeah. <laughs> Steve, you were coming in there, I think. Yeah, Sorry. I remember when I when I was shortly after he Toshak had left for Liverpool, 
he uh, I remember I think it might have been his shoot or goal or the magazines we used to get when we were children. Him, him an article in there saying that I, I, I want to come back to Cardiff and I want to come back as a manager. And I remember thinking, oh, that that, that would be quite good. And as Dave said, there the, the 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 circumstances were that he didn't come back, and we we look at what he did. But one of my overriding memories, of course, I as I said to you before that the show started tonight, uh, Toshat playing for Cardiff became a little bit too early for me but I do remember him scoring against us on on Boxing Day 1983 when he got the ball on the halfway line playing for Swansea just kept going kept going I think somebody's going to make a challenge on him at the moment nobody did and he just put it in that was when we won won 3-2 and uh, that was the one time we came very close to doing the double of course because we were 2-0 up at the Vetch until uh, Dean Saunders took over Dean Saunders says another one Dave he he was on our books at one stage of course he was yeah yeah yeah. a great player good play you know great prospect let him go and, and he went down there and then I think he went to Derby after that. I think it was Derby County, he went from Swansea, but yeah, he did well down there. Scored hat trick against us in 84 when we were 2-0 up, like Al just said. Easter, Easter Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah, we let a few players, but it was at that time when we were, you know, it, it, the club was badly, badly run. You know, we had some sharks rinsing us. And, and you know it, the business model was terrible. There's some really really good comments coming in, um, but I'll, I'll start with you, Dave. Right? I'll ask you this while, whilst I was looking for and doing some yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. pr- activity to check they're all okay. Um, so, what, what, thinking about Cardiff and Swansea matches, Dave, um, yes. are there any are there any others which which spring to mind? You know, uh, memories of those encounters over the years for you. All those games I can remember, like yesterday, but I can't remember yesterday. New Year's Day when Giles scored <laughs> that goal at the end, 2 1, that, that was a sickener. The three all draw, December the 27th, 1980, yeah. 3 1 down, Lake wow. James, a free header, missed it. Peter Kitchen ran up and scored. And then I was just leaving the camp in the stands. Um, we thought, hang on, we got a free kick. Uh, you know, we thought, okay, we got, just got a consolation. And then that goal by Buchanan was probably my favourite moment at football ever. Yeah, well said. And and, and Chopra's goal in the last minute when we beat them 2-1 yeah. a couple of years ago in the, in the new stadium. You know, I never thought we'd be able to recreate anything like Ninian Park, but that was as close as we ever got. I think that, that moment he scored... I think it was our past five kickoff. We beat them two once. We were losing one 0 with a couple of minutes left. I think. Yeah, yeah but that 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 Buchanan goes right 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 up there for me as well. We, yeah. we beat Wrexham three two in a cup match shortly afterwards as well. Then we I think we came back from and that one as well, if I remember. But the three when we three went down against Swansea because they did bring a a real big they were on the way up, weren't they? They brought a massive crowd down there. Toshak's kind of bit. They you brought thousand. That was the most they ever brought. Yeah. Apart from yeah. when they played Palace. <clears throat> Palace in, in, in the FA Cup. That was the most they've ever brought in Indian Park uh, that day. You know, they, they, and, you know, what a day for t- 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 uh, 22,000, I think it was. I remember yeah. seeing Bob Bank and it was just like a wave came down from the top of the Bob Bank. You know, remember you see on the cop, yeah. you know, where there's like a wave had come down and it was like a wave came down the Bob Bank when, when we scored the third goal. It was it's chaos, but yeah. yeah. Amazing, Steve. Steve what, what games come to mind for you? Um, all those that uh, Dave just mentioned there, particularly the uh, the, uh, the the Chopra one, uh, springs to mind for me. Uh, 
I remember that that, that uh, just before we went down the other end and scored that, Shefki Kuchi had a fantastic chance for Swansea. Uh, and and uh, I think David Marshall saved it with his foot. We went yeah, down the yeah. other end, got the long throw. Somehow Chopra was onside and put it in. I also remember about that. I, I, I know people who left the game when it, we were 3-1 down in, in, uh, in uh, 1980. Uh, but similarly, if you, if you see the, the television coverage of... Uh, Chopra's goal. You can see these people walking out around the back of the Canton Stadium. How sick must they be to have gone out and have missed that as well? You never knew what could happen at a Cardiff Swansea game. You had to stay till the end because it was, you know, no one threw the towel in ever, you know, apart from that couple of times recently down there when we lost 3 yeah. 0. Al, you got any particular m- memories or thoughts about Swansea? Yeah, Cardiff? I mean, so my own man was English, but moved to Cardiff in the late 60s. Uh, started to watch City in about 72, 73, and then was season ticket older. I became season ticket older when I was five, and and, and so it goes on. So January 1980, so I was nine, my old man took us down to the Betchfield and we stood together on the North Bank and watched watched the City game. And Dave says the things you can remember. It's the weird things. I was nine, for God's sake, right? And I remember there was a huge, in the middle, in the centre circle, right, there was a huge plastic swan, right? (laughs) Oh, I remember this. As I say, I was nine. A City fan, I don't know if we got encouraged to be like we are, I don't know. But anyway, City fan climbs out of, of, of the end, ran half the pitch, right? And cocked his leg up like a dog. And I'm this nine-year-old kid in a City scarf, right? Stood on the North Bank. What was my old man thinking, Dave? Oh, we'll just go on the North Bank, so it'll be fine, right? Anyway, David Giles scored, scored that goal, didn't he, in about the yeah. 97th minute. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. And I bull, I did, I bowled my eyes out. Because we I yeah. like I said, my mother's yeah. side were all were all jacks and we were staying with them. So I went back to the house last that night, you know, uncles, cousins and whatever, and they just remorselessly just went at me the whole time. Yeah. They, they made me I went back to school on the Monday. Yeah, but the thing being is it's like you saying it's like you saying, Dave, about living in Neath when, when everything's hitting the fan. When you're faced with that adversity, it kind of makes you a bit stronger, doesn't it? You think, oh, I'm going oh, to yeah. it. It's pure hatred for us, you know? It was intense there. We haven't played them for years. Only in the Welsh Cup, we've been playing them, okay? And I think up until that game in 1980, okay, we played them semi-final Welsh Cup. I think I was about 70... Yeah, 75, 76. 75, 76. Yeah. So we haven't played them for years, right? And that's why the older generation will say, well, look, Bristol City are our big rivals because yeah. we didn't play... I mean, my man used to tell me that when Swansea's results were, were, were read out, if they were winning at half time, yeah. City fans used to cheer. City fans would cheer. I remember that. But they were like our little. Yeah. But it was only then in 1980, I think, then it all started. And when Toshak went there and took them up, that was yeah. when the, the yeah. rival became. Yeah. Okay. It was us and them. I make no mistake, though, it's, it's, it's two ways. As we're talking about them now, they feel exactly the. They hate us more than yeah. we hate them. Why yeah. do you think that is, Dave? I'll tell you why, why I think it is, yeah? City syndrome. Exactly, yeah. yeah it, it, it's an inferiority complex. Yeah. Chip on the shoulder, isn't it? Oh, I big time. I agree. That's part of this. I agree entirely what Dave said. I remember the season that they went up uh, when we weren't doing so well, um, seeing the, them on match of the day, and I could not believe the anti-Cardiff vitriol that was just coming over Clearly, on match of the day, I never realised they hated us because I'm of the generation when you know Swansea were in the fourth division, we were in the second division. You know, they, they, they were our little cousins almost. Yeah, you know, good, good old Swansea. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they came up. They, I think you're right. They have such a chit chip on their shoulder for various reasons. That's why. That's why if you, you know, people talk about rivalry between teams. There is nothing 
like the rivalry between Cardiff and Swansea. No, they no, they, they hate us more than we hate them. I, I, I got no doubt about that, and they still do. They, they even when they went to Premier League, it was always car, anti Cardiff, anti Cardiff, anti Cardiff. It's not. It's beyond football. I think. I think people from Swansea. It's that we get everything. That we get everything thing, isn't it? You know. You know. Oh, but Cardiff got the Empire pool. Do you know what I mean? It's all that sort of stuff. And I genuinely, I genuinely think it. You know, city status before them. Millennium Stadium. You know, Millennium Centre. They got Joe's ice cream now. <laughs> Quite nice, apparently. It was wonderful that time. Was it the Freight Rover Trophy that they won? And they uh, trundled oh, the mothers held up that, that yeah. oh, dragon man. flag, and uh, and you know it completely detracted from their victory. Tremendous achievement to win that, and yet all the news afterwards was these Swansea players holding up this flag. Uh, utterly stupid for oh. two professional footballers, in my opinion. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. now your mind trundle. He, he melted when when he was at Bristol City. Hmm. He played against us at Ninian Park, yeah. and he had a torrid time that day. And they they took him off. He was, you know, there was, there was a lot of back, you know, there was a lot of hatred for him that day, and it, you know that was you know, that was Lydian Park, you know, and that's, that that then was the intensity mm. and the rivalry between the two clubs, you know. I think I think Lee Trundle had to go off to change his magic depth, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how interesting, though, Steve? Right? How interesting has it gone? If you remember, after the defeat up there, we were on here talking about how. Um, they interacted with their fans, how their players were in their pubs after the games and this, that and the other. And this leads me on to why, you know, the local the involvement of some of the local boys now on, on Saturday is so important for me. Yeah. Um, for example, Isaac Davis got to, got to start. Yeah, you've got to get... And I think now we've got a dressing room full of boys who know what this means. And then when they've got... We've got younger players coming through from other clubs who, you know, you're <laughs> like a drama, for example. You're hoping people like Isaac Davis are in his ear saying, look... We know before you came here, we were only a little club to you, but you wait until you go to this game. They're going to run absolutely 30,000 people there. You know, the top the top tier is going to be full. So, yeah, it's look, there's it's, it's I can just you can just see it, can't you? Well, when when I think religiously, when you signed to Swansea, I think part of the contract is a an absolute hatred for Cardiff City and when and that's, that's the players. So I think I think now having local involvement, um, play, local players whose parents are, who took them to Cardiff when they were young and they're Cardiff, you know, I think it's going to be a cracking. I think it's, well, it's going to be a great game, you know, even though both teams are down near the bottom. But uh, I think it'd be a big, big, big one Saturday, definitely. And three o'clock kickoff, the pubs are going to be open, so everyone's going to be half cut, so that the atmosphere will go up another couple of notches. You know, get get everyone behind the team, and um, hopefully we can uh, turn them over. Yeah, you said you, you said about that the other week, didn't you, Al? You said about it's quite good, that, you know, the three o'clock thing, and you know, to get our fans have a few beers instead of you know, have more of an intense atmosphere. Yeah, I think it means. I, I don't know if my my Wi-Fi connection's cutting out, Steve. I don't know if you still see me or not. I'm not sure. Um, we can see you, yeah. Yeah, just about. I was going to say it means everything that three o'clock kick off. You know, we're going to be in the we're going to be in the pub from eleven o'clock, and and that's. And we said, I don't know, when we've gone down there, you know, they, they've all got well-oiled and it gets, it gets everyone singing. There's no doubt about it. What I am saying is, a few drinks inside you and you tend to sing a bit more, get behind the, the players a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make, it, make the atmosphere intense and electric, like the Leeds game in the Cup, which paid off. 
What um, do we think in terms of attendance? Since Reese Jones has just commented here, yeah. said, I don't think we'll get anywhere near 30,000, less than 23,000 souls so far. That might be the, I, I don't know if that's the case. I, I, well, I the, the only tickets left today were the tickets in the upper seats, and there weren't many left. Right, okay. Well, yeah. So I, think you've got, I think we're looking at 28, 29, 30,000 on Saturday. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, if we can recreate that atmosphere from the Wales game, you know, that, 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 stadium, yeah. that stadium comes alive. A lot of times I'm down there, I've, I find it a bit soulless, to be honest, compared to in Indian. But I think when yeah. it's full, it's, 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 it's a fairly fairly t- tasty atmosphere down there. Some of the comments earlier, um, Al, from... Uh, yeah. John Bartley Wilson, what a great name. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I didn't realise this. Um, even in John, um, John Stubbs said, that Welsh Cup game in the mid-70s, the one me and David just talking about, he said um, they smashed all the sports club windows and that goes back to them for, apparently for some reason. I didn't I, I, I didn't know that. Jeremy Williams said, at last week's game, the first question the guy kept asking the people around him was, where are you from? He ignored Edmund West of Port Talbot. Um can I just say, even to Nathan Butler, he's done, he's done yet another comment that I can't read out. It's just a weekly thing with Nathan, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Everyone's going to read it now later on. You know, I know, so if anyone wants a bit of a laugh, um, read Nathan Butler. You should be lucky that you're not on the same WhatsApp groups as him. That's all I would say. Um, so yeah, there we are, Reese Jones again. They're only releasing tickets bit by bit. They're not all sold. So possibly, yeah. perhaps they have sectioned off... Um, the, the, yeah, the, the other go. thing with that is, of course, sometimes, you know, you, you see the attendance for a City game and it's like, you know, I don't know, 18,000 or whatever. And you get down, loads of empty seats because people have their season ticket and they don't bother going down. But I think everyone's going to turn up, turn up for this oh, one. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, Al, you got a, you got a comment that you want to go to by the look on your face? Is it, is it broadcastable? <laughs> Sorry, right, yeah, no. Um, Jeremy Williams has said, Al, the tidy shelves behind you inspired me to spend 150 quid in Ikea. But now I find out it was only a background. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, um, I can take half a sutra there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there just, to, to, just to change the topic, maybe raise the tone, who knows? Um, looking back to the to the last match at, at their place, and we famously went with the five central defenders. So uh, Smithies was in goal, and then we had at the back, Kieran Brown, who's now out on loan, is almost definitely never going to play for us again. Curtis Nelson, who can't get a look in these days. Aidan Flint, uh, Sean Morrison, of course, is is out injured. Uh, maybe we'll come back to that in a minute with Sean Morrison. And McGuinness playing at, at right, right, well, effectively right wing back, really in a back five. Then across the across the middle, Ryan Giles, who was I thought excellent for us actually, um, but doesn't seem to have hit the ground running at Blackburn for some reason. Marlon Pack in the middle alongside Joe Rolls, Bakuna starting on the right, and Kiefer Moore up front. What a massive difference, Steve, to the lineup that we're going to put out this weekend. Absolutely, absolutely. I think one thing I want to pick up on as well as a, a, a stat for everybody is I ch- check this out today and confirmed it is that um, we're not going to expect to get the ball very much. Swansea are actually top of the possession stats and we're 24th in the championship this season. So, but it's what we do with it. If Swansea are just going to play the ball across their defenders, then uh, we're going to be able to hopefully uh, be able to get, get the ball where it matters. Uh, I think when, when we went up, we had uh, minimum possession stats, but the, we had the most stat, most touches in the opposition box. That's what we've got to do. We've just got to bide our time and come back Come back to what you're saying about the crowd. We've got to, got to keep it going. We can't just start off five, ten minutes. If we're not, we're not a goal ahead, the, the sound goes down. We've got to keep it up. The message to everybody, please, let's keep it up. Let's, let's as, as Dave said, let's get, get an atmosphere the, the same as Leeds. We've got, 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 to get, got to help the boys get home on Saturday. Yeah. Can't yeah. lose. Can't lose. Yeah, I mean, do we do we even countenance that? You know, do we should we not should we not even talk about it? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so quick back to Sean. Freedom. We're a completely different outfit. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, look at look at that. If we look at that lineup that ends that lineup now, the point Al made is a really good one. I think Isaac Davis. I mean, he's a nightmare for for defenders. The the, the pace he's got um, with the, the low knees up front are doing a, are doing a really good job. Uh, they get they, they put themselves about uh, quite a bit. Tommy Doyle in the middle, you know, looks really dynamite. Drama at the back was again uh, such such a dangerous player because. Um, Day when he comes up against their 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 left wing back, he's only got to make one mistake and he's away, isn't he? He's gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no substitute for pace, and we've got a lot of pace in the team now. They play they're playing it on the deck. You know, we can take them on. You know, at their own game. You know, and you know, like I said, with the crowd behind us, we're home advantage. Come on, we got we got we got to be looking to beat them this time. Not take take a draw. If we were on the McCarthy, just sitting back and trying to get a draw, not to lose a game, we, we want to beat them. We want to turn them over, you know. We want revenge. And Al, you said similarly, didn't you? I think I said to you the other week, would you take a draw? He said, no, I want to go my good stuff in. I wonder, I, I really want to, you know, proper a proper turnover that we haven't seen in years. We've never stuffed them. No. Only 4-1 in that Welsh Cup thing yeah. with Stant. Yeah. Yeah. It's only time to score four against them. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just love it. it just make my season. Well, I, wouldn't really care, I wouldn't really care what happened to the remaining games. Um, no, I, I know. I, I appreciate it's irrational. I, I get that, um, but that's the way it is. You know. Yes, we want to beat them. We want to beat them. But let, let's face it, we'd take a scrappy one 0 off somebody's backside in the last minute, wouldn't we? Of course. And, and, exactly. Anything, anything to beat them. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. I mean, that goal, we talked about the Michael Chopper goal earlier, you know, he was just just about onside. It was kind of a soft goal. Well, what, a, what a magical moment, you know, that, that'll do. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have one of those, won't we? Um, what do we think about, going back to uh, to Sean, Sean Morrison, um, just talk about that a little bit, because, you know, he's been such an important player for us uh, over the years. I think there's something knocking around on one of the websites today saying that there are hints towards maybe we might we might keep him on for another season. What would be your thoughts on that, Dave? Would you be Would you be for that or not? I've never been. I've never. He, he's very hit and miss. I think. I think he's too slow now. The, the, the game is so fast, in the, even in the championship. And you know, I you know he's been he's been a great servant to us. But I think we I think we got to move him on now. We got to be looking forward now, and we got to be looking at. You know, um, you know, bringing someone else in, or, you know, or bringing one of the youngsters through to play alongside Flint. Personally, I think I, I think he's I think he's gone now. To be honest, the legs have gone. With Steve, Steve, any thoughts on that? I think uh, I, I I kind of agree, agree with Dave to a point. Um, I think he he has been a great great servant to us, but uh, unfortunately, there's there's. There's very little room for sentimentality these days. I know we we didn't get treated very well. We didn't get viewed very well for the way we treated, uh, particularly Sol Bamba and to a lesser extent jo- Joe Bennett. They they've gone on to do, do things elsewhere. I think that's less likely for John Morris. That's not to decry what a great servant he has has been to us. But of the two, and you asked me this last time, who would I go for out of him and Flint? If it was if it was a choice and the money was no object, I would I would go for Flint. He's been a consistently good good performer this, this year. So yeah, I, I think I think we probably need need to move on. With great thanks to Sean Morrison for all he's put in for us yeah would you agree with that Al yeah I think that if if we didn't have Mark Hudson and, and lower down or, or, um, with the youngster Darren Purse I think there'd be room for him uh, on the coaching staff but I can't you know three th- 
three centre-halves on the coaching staff that go back to the days of Mick McCarthy, I suppose, isn't it? So, um, no, I, 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 I like the guy, I, you know, he, he's got a bit of a lifestyle. I think he's got a bit of a lifestyle. Um, so perhaps he'll want one last big payout. He seems to enjoy the life, put it that way. Um, so he might yeah. have, hopefully, hopefully for him, you know, good luck to him. If he can get a two-year deal somewhere. Um, but I think Morrison has spoken as though he wants to keep Morrison, but he would have to lower his expectations. Um, yeah. um, and, and all that goes with, because I, I don't know how much money he's on, but, you know, people like him and Smithies wouldn't have come cheap. Um, no. And so, I suppose, oh, yes. Certain yeah. 30 pounds a week. Well, the thing is, I suppose they get used to the outgoings that that brings with it, then, Dave. You know, so you know, oh, yeah, he lives a life, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he lives a life, and you know, and it's unfortunately, it's 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 told on the pitch, you know, he he's he's not at the, he's not at that pace anymore, you know. We've got, the, we've got the young lad on loan, is it Donnelly or Connolly, Steve? I, I'm not sure, uh, Bristol Rovers. Um, who's supposed oh, to have done really, on. really, really well um, yeah. at centre half? Um, young Denham as well looked, looked yeah. impressive. Yeah, great, great. So you know, yeah. we, would we be holding on to Sean Morrison at sentimentality mm-hmm. and then Absolutely. and then delay the progress of these youngsters who who their colleagues up the under twenty threes have shown deserve a chance, and when they get the chance, in they go. So yeah, I'd I'd let them go, and I'd bring youngsters through, and I'd like to think Hudson and Purse will know which centre halves are ready. Yeah. And of course, uh, David Hughes, like you said, the other one, the other yeah, former yeah. central yeah. defender is doing, doing, doing a really good job um, as well. Um, so I suppose we should talk about, um, I mean, I'll ask you this question first. It's probably a very short conversation. Um, any Swansea players that, you know, were kind of standing out and you're thinking in the, you know, might, might be a bit of a, a bit of a threat, a bit of a worry for us? Not anymore. Last year, and every year for the last 15, 20 years, there are two or three players. I, I, I think uh, they're, they're, on, um, they're on the same level as us now. If, you know, if we're not, you know, I think we're going forward, we're, we're going to be a better team for, for, for once. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> the lad Flynn Downs, is he a left wing back? I think he might be Flynn Downs. He's been linked apparently, um, you know, if he goes out and move, they're talking about 10 million. Yeah. But, you know, whether or not they get there. And then you see the thing with Uche. Of course, you know, we're talking about can we afford, you know, three quarters of a million. So, it, you know, it, it, it kind of it brings all that stuff. How about you, Alan? Any players you, you're thinking well, you might know, keep it's an funny eye on? You know, I'm, not, I'm not being rude to them. It's just the way it is. I always knew a couple of their players every year because they had a couple of standout players. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't name their players this, this time no, around. No. i got to be honest with you. Um, I like to think I know a little bit about football every now and again, but not... Not, not them. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who their players are. Um, and when I've spoken to Swansea fans, to be honest with you, not many of them speak highly of Russell Martin. I, I thought they would really like him, and they're saying, "Well, no, you know, he's not a popular manager down there." Um, and you get more voices of criticism about their players than previously. They were always bigging up their players the whole time. Oh, yeah, he's this, he's that. I haven't heard it this time around. Um, well, they're a problem. Who's the, who's, the lad, who's the lad up front? Who, Patson, Patson. You know, and they said his head wasn't right to be playing and this sort of oh, thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I like all that disruption in the background on their end. I think it's brilliant. Um, so, so he's the only lad I'm thinking of, the one who worries me. I think he's probably way too good for Swansea. He's Piro. You know, he's just getting a ridiculous amount of goals. And he, he was at some top Dutch club, wasn't he? Yeah. So I have to keep an eye on him, I suppose. But looking yeah. at the rest of the team in front of me, you know, the... I don't think there's anything else, uh, particularly that, that we, we're not going to be, uh, uh, we're going to be particularly um, worried worried about. You know, who knows? You know, the game could go either way. 
sorry to just to pick up what you said there. I'm glad glad you went to uh, Dave and Al before me because I was struggling to name any Swansea players. Whereas oh, oh, over the years, as yeah. Dave said, there's always been somebody who's caught my eye. This time, I think our conversation has been right. It concentrated on our players, how what what how how we can set up to to make sure that we we can beat them. That they 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 can put up whoever ever they want against us. But you know, we we've got to have we've got to have the the, the passion. We've got to have the desire to 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 win from our side. And I, and I think in terms of the coaching staff then, Steve, you know, I think our preparation is meticulous. And I think if you can trust anyone to know Swansea's um, weaknesses, for example, I would leave that with Morrison, Ramaset and, and Hudson. And I, I've, got, I've got every faith in them. Um, you know, and I don't hear a lot of criticism of them either. I, I think they know, they know what they're doing. Um, and it just instills confidence in us as fans. I hope I'm saying the same thing next uh, next yeah. Monday evening. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> There could be a you know, we'll, we'll see we'll see whether you're smiling next 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 next, oh, next Monday, but we'll we'll see. Should we whiz around and get a a score prediction? Um, I, I would have also been like to have known who who your front two were. I guess we're all going Hugh Gill and Davis. Are we pretty well? Are we? Um, Will we? Yeah. We'll yeah. Start. Yeah. Um, Al, what what do you reckon? Three one C. Excellent. Three one. I like that. Yeah. Okay, Steve. Uh, two one. A bit more conservative with a small C. Uh, well done. And uh, Dave, give us a score as if you like, you know. The score is D- Davis and Flint. Two, two, one. Flint well, first, and then Davis is going to come on the sub, I think. Impact player and score the winner with five minutes to go. Two, one. Please don't go a goal down. Please don't. Please not. Let's no, not come behind. The first goal is so important. I, I, I can see. I can see maybe a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a, you know, a sending off situation. Hopefully, a Swansea player being sent off, and then, uh, and then we'll dig in. So, I, I'm actually thinking. I, I'm, I'm going to be brave, and I'm going to go for a reverse of, of, of the scoreline down there. I'm going to go three 0 City. Oh, okay. oh, that'd be lovely. They've had a lot of sendings off this season as well. So yeah, go. and also the final thing to say, of course, we still haven't had a penalty either Russ or Swansea all season. So got to put that one in there towards the end of this uh, this show. Ah. That'd be interesting, wouldn't <laughs> it? Well, if, yes. if we, um, what I was going to say was, if 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 we win, I'm going to nip down to Dave Jones's house and, and get a bottle of that champagne on Monday night. Um, yeah. <laughs> there won't be there won't be any left. <laughs> Yeah, great stuff. Well, thanks all. Brilliant show. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Hope we're all smiling yeah. next week. Thank Cheers, you. guys. See Thank ya. you. Thank you. The Cardiff City Show on GTFM is sponsored by Moonerums, your local personal injury solicitors. Get in touch by calling Cardiff 02920 483 615. That's Cardiff 02920 483 615.